friends, welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games, as always, every week, every day, we have fun, we play around, and we get shit done, son. I'm, <laughs> I'm, shit I'm, faced. I'm, <laughs> I'm here with my favorite happy pals, Kai and Ben. How you guys doing? Hello, good, good. Hi. Good. I want you guys to like, I feel like res- I've been assaulted verbally. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want you guys to just like not respond one day like kind of better here and it's just like silent yeah we should say that like just before we did this intro i did a 15 minute rant about um audio quality and impedance yeah. and uh Death so stranding. I, I feel like yeah i feel like these two are kind of half asleep so we're gonna have to yeah i'm brain dead wake them up pump us up that's what i was trying to say uh before we start we've gotten more actually a lot more feedback on good pods if you guys aren't following us on good pods go check it out play long podcast at good pods it's great we will continue talking about them until they sponsor us yeah. even though i slagged them off on twitter i told kyle i was like oh ben just lost as our uh, partner she's talking shit about good pods yeah. <laughs> no they I, i'll give them credit before you talk I'll give them credit like yeah. i for me, I require a certain type of audio player for my podcasts. I work in a place with no signal, so I like it like Google does, where it just auto plays the next one. And right. Good Pods is still early on, and it's still got some teething yeah. issues in terms of their audio player, their social media side, fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually inboxed me and was like, "What are the problems you're having?" I told them, and I was like, "I'm sorry, yeah, they've been I feel super like, helpful." Like, I feel like I'm I'm slagging you off. Like, I like what you're doing. It's just not good for me at the moment and they were yeah. like no 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 we want to hear it like we want to know yeah. what people are dealing with so and, and they're really cool about that and implementing that feedback i mean and just getting back to people because i've reached out about a couple of issues that i've had and they're super quick to to help and they've been really good at fixing problems so not only is it a cool app but they're cool people as far yeah. as we and know they- they yeah. made my account a host account now so oh did they oh that's cool yeah yeah it's a it's a perfect platform there are no issues ben is incorrect uh, <laughs> i love them dearly i have uh, to stay on brand sponsor, you know they're they're just gonna sponsor like they're just gonna sponsor kai like not our podcast but just yeah. you <laughs> Good. i yeah, saw I'll some of there. the q a questions um and I'm, I'm looking at keith so i've got to stay on brand as to being a hate, hateful, vengeful little spirit. I'm so excited. Okay, well, just go off of that. Uh, guys, if you're listening to this, we are going to have a Q&A episode that comes out at some point. Uh, and if you have questions, let us know. On Twitter and Instagram, play along pod, ask us questions. So there's already been a ton of really fun ones. My favorite one has been from Keith that said, uh, why does Ben hate video games? And uh, that's, that's we're all asking that same question here. Yeah. So we all, we I all personally liked, uh, I liked, what was it? Um, is Canada just America's DLC? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was a good one. So if you're excited about that, and if you want to hear more uh, weird questions, they don't have to be video game related, just anything random. We'll we'll answer them on our Q&A episode. Can we hit a, a thousand listens? That's Do you have math milestone. homework? <laughs> Do, you, <laughs> Do you have medical questions? We'll answer yeah. it all. What's the an- what answer did you get for question four? <laughs> yes exactly uh well yeah we did hit a thousand listens so thank you guys so much for listening to our crazy fucking banter that we have on this podcast we really appreciate it no you guys aren't gonna comment on that i mean yeah, yeah. like what i'm on <laughs> the podcast what we want me to respond to yeah exactly i want you to be like you're welcome <laughs> you're, you're welcome 
You guys are blessed by our presence. <laughs> yeah. You should thank us and adorn us with support. So That's what feedback on good pods. We've had uh, the people at one hour, one decision podcast. If you haven't checked them out, they have a really fun podcast where they pick a game on game pass and they listen, they listen, they play it for an hour and they talk about their experiences with it. Um, but they hold on, lost my spot. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh my gosh. The good pod review thing. Also, Bro, you have one issues. job. Well, it, the, the comments, <laughs> like they double up. I can't find it now. <laughs> it's okay. Ben, you'll just cut all this out. Yeah, I'll cut this. It's fine. Leave it in. Oh my gosh, it's it's gone. The comment, the, he right was I said that he removed his comment. He's like, never mind. I don't want to talk about that because <laughs> it's legit, just not here anymore. Oh shit. Okay, okay, I found it. It's it's there magically. Okay. Oh weird. So <laughs> like it didn't the, disappear from the guys at One Hour One Decision Podcast. They commented on our That Dragon Cancer episode. Uh, and they said, heard about this game as a parent. Now, now was super hesitant to play it. Now I can safely say, as the game itself isn't that great. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. So we we stopped someone from playing <laughs> that Dragon Cancer. <laughs> Yay! I feel like yeah, like that's yeah. But also, oh, should we? Yeah, I feel bad being responsible for stopping individuals from. I mean, it's, it's understandable. Things. When we talked about that, we we were saying that like people that relate more similar to the experience might might be a little more triggered by the content that's there. So I also said that they would probably connect better to it than I did. So that's true. Anyway, um, well, Austin you know. N at the Gaming Together podcast commented on our uh, Resident Evil Two episode. Mm-hmm. And he said, the mag- that magic juice is the real MVP of the entire game. Definitely don't think too hard about the implications of everything. Things kind of get wrapped up by the end. Glad you guys are enjoying the game. Yeah, You're I mean, I feel like game. I'm in that that mind space. Yeah. Yeah. By Resident Evil 2, do you mean the second episode of Resident Evil? Did I say Resident Evil 2? Yeah, uh, you did. Jared, Resident you just Evil spoiled the fact that we recorded Village. without Kai. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> bro, yeah, when are you playing Resident Evil 2? And why Why am I not included? Shit. <laughs> Resident Evil Village Episode 2. Uh, Eric go. from the SideQuesting Podcast commented on our Resident Evil Village Episode 1 po- uh, episode, and he said, excellent start to this game and great podcast overall. You don't want to miss out. So much love. Thank you guys. Really oh, appreciate it. Eric all does this. a better job selling the podcast than you do on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I have a lot of social medias to run. Uh, and last one we'll do is again Austin N from the uh, Gaming Together podcast. He put on our very first episode of Legend of Zelda. He said, I think it actually is called The Great Deku Tree. So fuck you guys. I was right. <laughs> wow. I can't believe wow. you read that comment on the podcast. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't yeah, it? It's it was not a comment. Fulfilling or anything. Yeah, because it was just to prove me and Ben wrong for shaming you. Well, also, I want to be able to, if someone comments, I want to be able to read their comments on the podcast, you know, give them their uh, due diligence, you know? Also, well, it proved me well, right. Who, so. who was this? It was this person's name? Austin. Austin. Oh, shit. Is the You're not allowed to comment on our shit anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Don't listen Fuck. to them, Austin. You're doing great. You keep up the hard work. Fact check our episodes unless I'm wrong, and then you can just you leave those out. Yeah, unless Jared's wrong. <laughs> okay, getting into Resident Evil. If you missed the last episode, we finished up Castle Dimitrisk and we beat Lady D and all her favorite little daughters. Um, and now we're heading back to the village for more fun shenanigans. Uh, mm-hmm. Right as you leave, there's just uh, 
interesting a lot interestingly enough we got stuck in this little area far longer than <laughs> we care to admit yeah um there's just like a little house and there's a bridge that you can't get across because the bridge is raised and then there's a large door with a lock on it and for the longest time we were searching around to try to find a key to try to find some other area to go to you just have to break the lock with a gun or a knife or whatever but it took us way too long to figure that out is it our fault though is it our fault? I think yeah, it, it, had, it, had fault. The, it had the yellow stripes on it, so we should have. Yeah, we but it's a lock. Assumed. Like it feels yeah. like you need like bolt cutters, not just like to shoot it. See, that's the thing I'm unsure of because I was in the same situation, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck, I don't have a key." And I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. Let's just see if shooting it works." So it took us I a little longer I, to get to that. But I we, wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's clear though. You know, I'm yeah. not trying to. That was a very shit way of trying to back you guys up. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. I just I figured I just, it out very quickly, but I understand the struggle. <laughs> like, I, I kind of just resorted to shoot now, find key later. Yeah. Well, and I think um, the point that you brought up, Kai, of the bolt cutters, because we've already had experiences before where we went up to a true. locked gate and we had to use bolt cutters to break the lock. Mm-hmm. So, and our dumbasses were like shooting the rope that was like holding the drawbridge up thinking that was going to like lower it. I did that. I did that. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good. I don't know why I wanted to go back into the castle. Um, but is that where that leads? Does that lead back into the castle? I believe so. Yeah. Because we came into the castle through the basement, having run away from. Oh, Heisenberg. that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, well, eventually we you do unpack. figure out. To, yeah, you do figure out that you break the lock and you go down inside, go through kind of this dark little corridor, and you meet the old hag again. And she explains to you about the four lords and about Rose, and that it's already too late for Rose that she's already been taken or whatever. Um, As if you hadn't worked that out, though. Right. Exactly. You're like, you oh, know, there was shit. A, there was a big fucking somatic at the beginning about these four people and how right. you know the person was cursed and we met the four lords and she's like oh yes there's four lords like yeah i know i've literally just finished murdering one of them like yeah, i, I know i need you to see also i can see the big ass tapestry behind you and there's four little things so i kind of can put two and two together yeah but they needed a way to show us where on the map they were and this was a conservative <laughs> strategy that's that's true that's true go here um, go here and you'll have your daughter back I mean, aside from this, the weird way that it was introduced, I really like this section because this sets up this sequence of, of obviously we had these four lords. Uh, we get this winged key. And every time we beat one of the lords, we get uh, we add on to that key that gives us access to different areas. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of like, like a Zelda dungeon in a way. You know, you would go to each one of these dungeons and a lot of the times you would get items or you would get, uh, equipment that gave you access to different areas of the map so it kind of gave me those zelda dungeon kind of vibes which i thought was really cool yeah i feel that okay, okay. no i can see i can see what you're saying yeah 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 it's kind of like you it's kind of like going like back to like castle town or something mm. after you've done like one of the domains and then you go back to castle town and you're off to the next domain like right exactly exactly so i got a little bit of, of that vibe uh as the old hag was introducing this which i i really enjoyed um so yeah we do get the wing key we leave uh and then we're in the this is the ceremony site i totally thought a boss fight was gonna happen here so this 100%. i saw this open area there's this little like thing in the middle i was like something's gonna happen something's gonna pop out i'm gonna have to fight some big ass monster but no nothing happened just this, just the ceremony site. The cool. Duke, no. the Duke's here. He's a nice man. Mm-hmm. 
I think you... there's multiple Dukes. I think that's the conclusion <laughs> think... I've come to. There's <laughs> like a family of Dukes that we meet because yeah. yeah. he's fucking you know all over like, the place. Yeah, you know how like Bond is like a persona. Mm. And that's, that's that's why like Bond changes all the time, like Sean Connery, Roger Moore. Pierce I definitely want to see like, uh, Daniel Craig play the Duke in the live action uh, adaptation of Resident Evil Eight. So that'd be interesting. Daniel I Craig, mean, he's um, if you're his listening, performance, his performance in Knives Out was interesting to say the least. Um, if you've not watched movie. it, I haven't heard it. Was it's really it's good, a good though. movie, but um, he has a very very bad Southern American accent. Really, very, very bad. Oh. Yeah, it's like a very. It's like a Walmart owned brand Colonel Sanders. It's it's awful. <laughs> well, I do declare. You're not far off. <laughs> I was 007. <laughs> now I'm the Colonel. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to but yeah, we meet about. the yeah. And he <laughs> the, explains the, Yeah, go right. For so it. let me see if I understand this correctly. So yeah. we are we are at the altar, this kind of mm-hmm. ceremony sign. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, did you walk up to it when you entered? Hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you you walk up to it, and there's a symbol in the middle, which, ironically enough, correct me if I'm wrong, looks like the umbrella symbol. Literally, yeah, what it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. I was like, that's the umbrella symbol. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's an and umbrella. Are, what's it to you? And then I there are four. Them, but... There's a four slots around it, and I didn't do this until the next section, mm-hmm. but you can actually deposit the flask into the altar now oh i did not know that yeah we we still have all of the flasks that we've obtained yeah, in the so section. so um so what i understood from the duke telling us is that mother miranda captured rose right turned her into a crystal smashed her on the floor and is somehow looking to put her back together by using these four flasks one of which is each with each lord. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess that would that would make sense because the duke also tells us because we have the flask and we kind of rub off some of the material that's you know uh, obstructing the words on there, and it says Rose's name, and then it says head, and I don't think mm-hmm. Rose's head would fit in that small little flask. No, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he he says something along those lines, like she was turned into a crystal and smashed and. Mm. Mother Miranda entrusted each one of each flask to each lord. Yes. And then they're going to have some sort of ceremony where they kind of bring her back and it's going to be like Rose's true form of what she's like fully capable of. Like she has some sort of power in her. Um, sure. But the, yeah, the, the Duke tells us that we can't save our daughter. He basically yeah. tells us it's too late. Um, we can get the flasks, but we won't be able to do anything to bring her back. And if you put one of the flasks in the altar, you get this Ooh. weird kind of cut scene oh. where it's like a hallucination where Mother Miranda is attacking Mia, I believe. Hmm. And Mia's kind of like cowering and Mother Miranda's like standing up, like shouting at her or something. Um. But yeah, it's only very short. It's only like one or two seconds. It kind of flashes up on the screen. It goes away. Right, right. Yeah, no, we um, haven't. I haven't actually put any of the flasks back into the altar after I've gotten them. Yeah, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't do it until the next part. Mm. I, don't th- um, I don't think you can do it until the next one. Oh, really? Cause like, yeah, because the next one has the like where the Duke is. It has like the urn thing that you set it into, but the first one is just like missing that. 
Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. So I'm maybe sure, you can do I, it I until know... the next one. Maybe not. I know on the bottom of each of them is a symbol that represents the house, like that tapestry we saw mm-hmm. on the wall behind the old the old hag had the same thing. It had four symbols. You had like a horse right, with a right. horseshoe and like the umbrella symbol in the middle. And these are the exact mm. same. When you put them in, he turns it upside down and it goes in so that the symbol is sticking out of the out of the top. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's what I also liked about this little area because I because now the altar is kind of going to be like where you come back to every single time, you know, branching off of the altar is all of the bosses that we have to fight. And after we finish that, we'll come back to the altar. And like Ben said, you know, place the flasks in the altars. Um, but I like this little area. I like the whole, this whole idea, the whole idea of the four Lords and the the altar thing, I think is cool. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. But um, yeah. I believe now you can, you can do some exploring yeah, you, now you have that winged key, you can actually make your way back into the village. And our task now is to find the house with the red chimney. Uh, if you're like Kai and I, and you're like, aren't all chimneys red? You would yeah. be correct, because <laughs> all chimneys was, are red. It was hard to actually, w- once you see it, you're like, okay, that's the red chimney. But it's like, all the chimneys in the village have like brick, they're brick chimneys. So it's like, what? which one's the red one? I'm. Do you? I have to. You guys don't have many chimneys in America, I imagine. No. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah, they're, yes they're not. No. They're not brick chimneys, though. No, they're just yeah. like vents. They're like metal vents that stick out of roofs. Oh, okay, right. So, I mean, obviously, it's different because, like, over here, you would have had coal fires in the house to keep you warm before, like, central heating and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what you're talking about is, I mean, I looked at a few houses and I was like, yeah, that's a red house, but some of them are red brick chimneys mm-hmm. and then the house you need to go to is like a red chimney literally painted red like it's very yeah. clearly different to the rest of them um but i kind of feel like it's almost made to make you explore a little bit because there are some i mean you can get kind of normal stuff like you can get ammo and like blah, blah i mean blah, you can blah. You, yeah you can find like the uh the goats the little goat, yeah, uh, the goats yeah, the of warding little... that are around here. I think you're right. I think that's, you know, the the vagueness of you know the house with the red chimney is to help you explore because because that's what we did. We saw you know houses with chimneys and it, we went inside them and we explored them and realized you know that's not where we needed to go, but we still explored a majority of the village because of that. Did you head to the church in a, out of curiosity before I... you did the first bit? Actually, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, I don't. I think we just oh. we, we just went for it. We just started exploring. I don't think we went back to the church. Have you been to the church at all? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, if if you go to the church, um, there's actually a research station that's been set up with like a laptop, mm. and you can access the laptop, and it's it basically seems like Chris Redfield and his team who abducted you have managed to track you down and they are essentially from a distance monitoring your progress and seeing what you're doing and like keeping oh, tabs interesting. on you. Um, so that is a wee bit of foreshadowing, which is a nice little touch. Yeah, because I know, I mean, he pops up again later on in the game, but it's interesting that with this, like you said, the foreshadowing to that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And then I was like, oh, Oh, okay, it makes sense now. That's I mean, then you can why. Ch- 
yeah, you can check Louise's house, um, and you can get fins like you can get these wooden body parts of like wooden mm. animal parts, um, which you can combine together to sell to the Duke to get more money. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those collectibles you're just you're just finding and collecting just to sell them for for more cash. Yeah, but you eventually reach a point where a tractor is mm-hmm. blocking your path. Because um, I don't know if you want to talk about the rest of the time in the village. Because the rest of my time in the village was just gathering ammo and environment. No, yeah, a lot of it's no, gathering can, ammo. We finding... can skip to the to the red yeah. house. I think it's also worth mentioning on like the the currency thing that like at no point in this game have I felt like we've had a lack of funds. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's what I was about to say. I was like, we have so much money. <laughs> it's really easy to like collect a bunch of stuff and just sell it to the dude. Then, yeah, like I think he bought my crystal Dimitrisu for like twenty thousand Lee or something. Yeah. And in the next section that we're going to talk about next episode, I sold a bunch of old weapons and a bunch of like crystal stuff that mm. I found. And I ended up with like 86,000 Lee. Yeah. <laughs> so now I've got like, I've got a new shotgun that's fully upgraded. My gun's mm-hmm. fully upgraded with like a 17 bullet clip. And- well, especially if you can find like, cause scattered around here, and we've, we've seen a little bit of this in the castle, the little um, castle puzzles, oh, puzzles that you have to move around. Yes. Yeah. If you yeah. can find those, the little metal balls that go to that, they'll give you crimson chartreuse skulls that are worth just a fuck ton of money yeah Yeah. like thirty thousand or something do you know what else is really good is um you know the flying dudes oh the samkas yes the samkas if you shoot them nine times out of ten they drop a crystal wing which that's how how we started getting a ton of their money is because right before you were talking about this tractor part there is a section that has a couple of those and i think i got like three of the crystal wings from yeah it's like in the cornfield or something isn't it yeah it was right by uh, louise's house yes that's it yeah Yep. Yeah, they're, they're a super easy way to make money. They don't sell for much. I think it's like sort of six or seven thousand, but it's still, I mean, if you drop in three of them, it's 18,000. You can exactly. upgrade a part of your gun and then buy some fucking bullets if you need to. Yeah. For sure. Um, no, it's, very, yeah, it's the, very easy to upgrade the guns. And like, we can talk a little bit about the, the system. Actual, this system to it. Yeah. 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 It's like compared to seven, I think it is. Oh, it's very way more robust. Yeah, it's it's way more robust. It's very intuitive. I really like it. I mean, mm. I also like the fact that it's not difficult to upgrade things. Like it, you know, yeah. as, as we said, it's very easy to get money and then you just have to pay the Duke. Yeah. I don't notice a huge difference between before and after, personally, especially with like upgrading the pistol. I mean, the shotgun's a little different, but right. like, but it's just, it just feels good. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to add this well, part and add this part yeah, and, it, know, it gives you clip. it gives you you know things to do it gives you tasks it gives you things to check off your kind of to-do list and you know find yeah. items sell items uh, upgrade weapons it just and i mean like you said i haven't also noticed a, a huge difference in some of the weapons i mean some of them get like a higher rate of fire if you have the you know before you get the automatic shotgun you can definitely see that in the other shotgun um yeah. you can also buy no, I mean, blueprints uh right for different items including like ammo and uh explosives which yeah that's where most of my most of my money has gone on upgrading my guns buying blueprints Mm -hmm. and also just buying chem fluids and stuff before i went into the house we're about to do i bought like two of the magic potions because Mm -hmm. i was like like i'm gonna need some magic juice so i can just sense it um yeah I I wouldn't I'd agree with you. I wouldn't say I've felt much difference in terms of the rate of fire or the power, mm-hmm. which are things that you can upload. 
the ammo capacity is a nice upgrade. I like the ammo capacity upgrade. Yeah. Um, but the reload time is the one that I have felt the biggest change on. Oh, 100%. so I'm using the second gun you get. It's like the M91 something. Yeah, yeah we're about to. We, yeah, it's like we get that pretty soon here too. Yeah. It's like it's in the red, the r- room with yeah, the red so house. Yeah, you, you get this um like automatic pistol, basically semi-auto pistol, and I've upgraded it to the point now where I carry 18 bullets in an extended magazine, and mm. it takes me literally a second to reload because I've fully reloaded my release reload speed. So yeah. I just literally I hit square and like it's like it even doesn't do anything like the magazine just drops out the gun and slams there's just there's no animation anymore you just have the ammo back <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um it's nice because there's there's situations where you know you're getting surrounded by lichens or or whatever right. and knowing that you can reload quickly alleviates some of that stress which I like but at the same time on the flip side I also kind of don't want right you know like i want to i want to be a little bit stressed like oh shit i'm gonna read yeah i mean you want to make me so long and like right you want to have your guns upgraded where you're kind of feeling like you can you know successfully navigate this world but not to the point where you're like one-shotting everything as you go through the lichens don't bother me anymore no yeah not at all because now i have this semi-auto pistol that i can reload in a second with 18 bullets i can take three of them out in in six shots each you know six headshots each done and then it's like, oh yeah, cool reload. Like I don't feel swarmed anymore, right? Which I kind of miss. But sorry, just like I, I think part of the reason for that is because now the village is more of like a hindrance because mm. it's trying to push us to these houses, the house Benavito and the right. reservoir and all of this stuff. So it's almost as if the game is trying to make you trigger happy in the village so that when you get to the bulk of the story right you're like oh shit i killed everything in the village and now i don't have as much ammo as i thought i did right or i mean a a lot of the times too uh, less in kind of the the next next episode that we're going to do but especially especially in this one a lot of these kind of boss houses or houses that follow the main story we actually are are like less action-oriented than in the village like obviously in the village yeah. we run into Samkas, we run into uh we run into the the zombie peasants, we run into lichens, mm. but especially in House Benevenito, that one's much it's, less combat oriented. It's much it's, more it's puzzle based. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's almost like the village section is now Resi four or Resi five. Yeah, yeah and it was like the action. The houses we go to are like Resi seven or like sort of like the old school survival side. Right. And honestly, I think there's a good balance of that. I think yeah, that there's sure. a good balance between the two. I mean, we've talked about it before, but especially with the Duke and especially with, uh, you know, upgrading your weapons and getting the ammo and stuff like that. Uh, this game is much more action oriented than seven is, but you still get those kind of puzzly, slow kind of, you know, suspenseful thriller sections in, you know, House Benevenito in some of these other sections that are more narrative heavy. Yeah, it's it's a good balance, I would say. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm gl- like, I am glad that the Lord part of each section takes away from the action a tad, um, yeah. just because but, I wouldn't want it to be all action all the yeah. time. But also has enough action to make it still feel like, like yeah, some of these yeah. boss fights, especially in House Benavides, are fucking stressful as hell. 
Papa. Well, let's uh, we'll let's continue, and we'll uh, yes. we'll get there. House with the red yeah. chimney. We we eventually do make it to the house with the red chimney. Um, and I'm well, pretty sure just before. Sorry, oh, I was yeah, going to say go just before it. is when you get the gun, isn't it? Because you enter the mm. house, and there's the code. There's a safe isn't... that you don't know the code that's to. Right. Isn't that? I think the, that's just... Isn't that the house with the red chimney? That's what no, I because I thought it was, but it says here that. Um, you look basically you look out the window and on the wall and stuff oh, behind yeah, it makes not. up a code oh. it's like 070408 right and this then house, when you put that the same all of the houses look to me yes it is honestly house i thought this was after the only reason i know it's before is because you get the m1911 semi-low right. but you get the jack handle to lift up the tractor which is blocking your path to the red house gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. uh i really like this this kind of starts this introduction of uh, these locked cases, whether they're, uh, you know, a, a dresser or a chest or whatever, and having to kind of search the immediate area for these numbers that might not be, you know, in plain sight. This one's probably one of the easier ones, you know, just kind of looking out the window. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it says, there's a note on the table that says, look out the window. And when you do a lichen pops up, because I remember Kai screaming. That's and, that's, and, and, and that's where you see the number combination written on, you know, the house in the background, the frame of the window, and then like something else in the foreground. And that's the combination for the lock. But this happens a lot throughout the game. And I think it's implemented really well. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little way for this to be like hey this is a puzzle but not an obvious puzzle but it's still a puzzle like right um but yeah so you you get that stuff you defeat the lichens you lift up the tractor um and then you're on your way towards the red house but Mm. you can't reach it because some fucking armored lichen cunt oh yeah freaking big boy with his big helmet and his claws oh my lord it's a lichen with like wolverine claws on it and a helmet and um it's a it's a pain in the ass to fight um but yeah i did actually get this here this perfect crystal skull for defeating mm. it yeah. which sells for a stupid amount of money like 15, I, i'm pretty sure blue. i'm pretty sure we got one too yes that's great um, uh, i just i threw a pipe bomb at him and then shot him twice and he died <laughs> oh see i i i keep forgetting i have pipe bombs um so i didn't use a pipe bomb i had to shotgun him in, in the head multiple yeah. times yeah um but we do a bunch more stuff and we do eventually make our way to the red chimney house Mm. um and this is where well kind of a little little thing yeah a little thing we get before that is we get a um a water wheel which we've seen throughout the village there's been these wells that have like these little you know slots on them that have the yellow stripes which means they're interactable but it, we don't have the item for that but that's what the water wheel is we can now use the water wheel to kind of pull up things from these wells a lot of the times it's just items that we can sell um but it's just another cool thing to have yeah and we get that right before we enter the house yeah that's right yeah, yeah. which also it like one of the nice i mean obviously the, the items um kind of respawn i guess uh, especially yeah. some of the crates uh, as you move through the village but it's also nice to have like access to new items especially if you're out of a certain thing like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the time it's like shotgun ammo and that's what we kind of mainly use to fight the lichens um so it's just nice like as you're moving to different sections that you've already been to or backtracking that there's like access to more supplies especially as you fight in this next section just a metric poop ton of <laughs> lichens mm-hmm. yeah oh, um man. 
But yeah, we do eventually make our way into the red house, or yeah. the house with the red chimney, and um, it's there's not actually much in there from what I remember. The main standouts were a diary file and a you find out that the key is combinable, so you can combine it with another part to make it a four-win key, mm-hmm. which now lets you open a new gate. And um, I believe you return back to the Duke. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was talking about before, is that main altar area is going to like branch off to our different areas that have one of these four lords in it. Yeah, and this is... we got. I think we got a bit ahead of ourselves, because this is when he tells you, like, oh, yeah, each of the four lords has it, and he marks the locations. Right, he right. he's us, the one that does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tells us that uh, Donna Benevito is the uh, lord with the porcelain doll that we saw in the, in the intro. She is in House Benevito. Um, Quasimodo, whose real name I can't remember... <laughs> Morgo or something. He's in the reservoir. He's in the reservoir, and Heisenberg is in the stronghold. Yeah. Um, And so we can't access any of the other gates because we need a different form of this key. Right. So we make our way to House Benevito by opening up the gate with the four wings on it. (sighs) And uh, we now enter a a strange forest with porcelain dolls that if you have a fear of dolls at all avoid this section because <laughs> there's d- demonic porcelain dolls just littered but, around the, this forest the, the dolls are not the fucking problem no i understand right. the dolls aren't the problem the <laughs> dolls are the least of our worries at this point but we didn't know that at this point <laughs> no yeah. no we didn't but um how did you feel because i mean one of the first things you see is a tree with multiple porcelain dolls hanging from it oh i like knew i was gonna like be lynched or something i knew it was, it was gonna be fucked i was like this this section is gonna be terrifying i can already feel it they did a great job it's very uh it's very ominous it's very uh foreboding to uh what's Do you know to what come, it reminds so. me of i've only just realized this where is it oh shit there's a tree oh, somewhere. The doll graveyard that's right i no, remember going there as a there kid. is genuinely a tree somewhere where people go and like hang baby dolls from. There, there's, a, there's a very famous island uh, in South America where a artist uh, escaped, I believe, the death of his daughter uh, and turned the island into a shrine of his daughter's youth by hanging dolls uh, yes, from all the go. trees. Um, and you can go visit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. And it, it's, it reminds me of that. I've only just put seeing the screenshot on the walkthrough. I was like, oh, where have I seen? And I, I remember seeing like some sort of Vice video or something about it. Um, but yeah, it's a real fin. It's a real fin. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. in Mexico City. Uh, there you apologies, go. still North America. But uh, yeah, it's the Island of Dolls, which is it's, just horrifying. <laughs> it's creepy as shit. Um, it's almost as creepy as the Ricky suspension bridge that we have to <laughs> I cross. Was- I was convinced there was going to be one of those, you know, iconic, oh, uh, the bridge breaks and your leg falls through. And he's like, oh, man, that was close. I, I said this to Ellie. I was like, watch, this bridge is going to break or something's going to snap or something. Right. It didn't happen. They got me. Well, what I was expecting is I was expecting for something to break, us make it to the other side and then him be like, oh, now how do I get back? And that was going to be like a whole thin after house Benevito. One of our, all of, one of the many, uh, Ethan one-liners that, that happened in this game. God, it's so corny, so bad. 
Yeah, he does not have the best voice acting. Um, no, he doesn't. He's he's not the main draw of this game, definitely. No, but um, no, we killed the main draw the, of the game uh, last the, episode. The the, the uh, what's her name? Maria. Maria. Uh, hallucinations. Mia. Mia. Whatever. She's <sighs> not important. She's dead. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> the Mia well, this hallucinations. Is, this is what's interesting because at this point I hadn't seen the hallucination I mentioned at the mm. altar. Yeah. And. This is a reoccurring Finn. So basically he sees Mia as he enters the gates of the house. And throughout your time in the house, you'll hear her say things like, I'm sorry, Ethan, I had to do it. Like I didn't have a choice. Yeah. And da, da, da. Which is why in the next section, when I saw the hallucination of Mother Miranda and Mia, oh, I was the same person. I was like, oh, what? what's happening here? What? Because Mother Miranda is like pasty with long black hair. Who else do we know that's pasty with long black hair? Just saying. Maria. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> A.K.A. Mia. Um, but we follow the path down and then we find the gravestone of, yeah, of somebody of Nuh Benevito. Um, I wonder Nuh. who that could be. Yeah, I'm curious. I liked this next section. I, did you manage to get this little mini puzzle straight away? where you try to gain entry to the house. Oh, yeah. It said put in something. Uh, okay, well, oh, it says like, give up your memories. Yes, and I was like, oh, yeah. it's, it's the photo. You put your photo in there. Like, immediately, I got that. Yeah, so you, you put your photo in, and then um, the door opens, and now you are... I fucking love this screenshot of House I was just I was, I was just about to say this. I love, like, right as you go through that door and you get to the area where you see kind of this big house on this cliff with this big waterfall in the background and you're like oh shit shit's about to happen yeah. just going you're looking yeah it's like it's handing like there's like a cliff and there's a big waterfall in the background and it's all gloomy and gothic very and like, very atmospheric yeah you're like oh this looks so good like you guys are gonna have problem with like soil erosion in about 400 years but it's cool because <laughs> the house is gonna be fine. gone <laughs> but yeah yeah it was a really cool thing um, little, I didn't little, know. Go on. I was gonna say, little do you know what actually uh, is going to be inside of this house, which yeah, would make so, me never would make me turn around and leave the second I saw the house. We head into um, House Benevito, into the main estate house, I guess, and it's fucking deserted. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know until this point that you enter the foyer and there's a picture of a woman and the puppet. Yeah. Now, I thought, mm -hmm. for some reason in my head, I thought the puppet was Donna Benevito. No. Well, I did not know this woman existed. Well, maybe. May I'm not sure, even going to sure. lie to I you. I mean, as we learn later, kind of. You're not wrong. They're kind of one and the same. same. It's like yeah. a split personality kind of situation. It's that, it's that trope of like, I swear there's a Batman villain like this that's like the ventriloquist and part of his personality comes I through the doll this. and part of his personality comes through him yeah i swear i, I it might have been in the gotham series um like the live it action sounds, it sounds very familiar uh one um, thing i'll say is yeah. the inside of these houses like the castle and the house benvenito they're just gorgeous like these beautiful beautiful homes on the inside they did a good job of you know really building building out these in these houses yeah and you know you kind of it's it's very stark contrast compared to the decrepit village that we oh, was yeah. just in. Because I mean, even the inside of the houses that haven't been damaged are still 
nowhere near as lavish as as these. Oh no, exactly. I mean, do you want to kick off what happens in the house? So you you explore the house, and this is what's what's interesting too, because as as you go through and you're just exploring the house like normal, you'll eventually get to a room where the doll that you've seen in the very beginning and you've seen in all of the portraits is just sitting in a chair with a flask. And you're like, Oh, Angie, sweet. Her name is. Oh, Angie. So Angie's sitting in the chair with a flask and you're like, Oh, this is going to be easy. <laughs> I didn't think that I was like this. No, there's no way this there. I'm going to get this right now. This is not going to happen. Um, I'm pretty sure the, the lights turn off. And as they turn back on, there is a very familiar looking, uh, mannequin laying across the table well, and this yeah, is so yeah go for it sorry i was no i was gonna say is like you, you grab it the lights go out mm-hmm. and then you hear like a <laughs> and like pitter pattering of feet running around the room and then not only is there a fucking mannequin that looks like our dead wife sitting on the table <laughs> but we have no weapons and no items yes everything has been stripped from us somehow. straight up fucking crocodile us took all of our shit um i fucking love this part of this house this was the my favorite part of the house this has honestly been one of the cooler puzzles that we've that we've done so far it was it's really fun it's really you know inventive it's cool how they how they did it yeah and they you know they changed the mechanism because this game has been very shooty shooty blah blah for literally the entire time we've been playing it and that's like oh hey guess what this is going to be Outlast now. Have fun not having weapons. And Shit having is very Outlast. Hide. It's, it's, it's very Outlast. It is hide. Especially, especially when you have to hide in like the, the cupboard things or whatever. I'm like, this is Outlast. This is definitely yeah. Outlast. So the first thing you do is uh, your your objective is now escape House Benefito. Um, and I don't know about you, but the first thing I personally did was inspect the doll. Yeah, 100%. I was going to make a doll sex joke there, but we'll just, which we'll just was, glance over that. The doll is really cool because it's like a puzzle box almost. Uh, yeah. There's like yeah. panels that you pull away, but you physically have to use like the uh, the Joy-Con. Joy-Con? That's not Joysticks. Correct. Joysticks, thank you. Uh, to like pull the pieces apart um, and reveal all these different panels that have uh, yeah. items hiding within them, which mm-hmm. I thought was, was an interesting kind of way to, to like start this escape yeah. puzzle it, it does feel very like, escape roomy that's what i was going to say is you definitely said like this feels like a, this whole section of house benvenito feels like an escape room yeah it does yeah yeah uh i don't know if we want to go over all of the individual things that are yeah, that's what i was thinking of um well, so there's a couple of standout fins so yeah. You can take off one of the arms and it shows you a symbol with three closed eyes. Right. Which you find out later on is a symbol you need to open one of the doors down the corridor. Right. Um, One of her eyes turns into a symbol of a raven, blah, blah, blah. But I think the standout thing was that um, I believe we got a key. Yeah, a winding key. Yeah. Yes, a winding key. Um, And then her ring. Her wedding yes. ring, yeah. That's how you exit the room, isn't it? Right. Because Correct, it's bloody, yeah. but you have to wash it. Yeah, similar to kind of all the things we've experienced with the village and the altar, this area with this this mannequin is going to kind of be the area that we go back to. You're going to find something new, whether it's the key, whether it's the, the winding key or the code from the wedding ring, and you're going to go somewhere, access a 
another part of the house and then come back to this area and find more things yeah. out in this in this mannequin. Yeah. yeah, the mannequin's almost like a a multi-stage puzzle. You kind right. of do bit by bit until you get to escape the house as a whole. Right. Um yeah, I I will say uh that the ring is covered in blood and you have to wash it in the sink in the room next to you which is open. It's the only other room you have access to at this point. How in literal fuck would you know how to do this without a walkthrough? Like yeah, I, I, this wouldn't have never occurred ever. We, I, we haven't used the walkthrough very much, but it was like when we spent a lot of the time just aimlessly walking around trying to figure out what to do. And I was like, Oh Kai, you have to rinse off the ring and you get a coat. And he's like, how the fuck am I supposed to, how was I supposed to know that? <laughs> Cause it's dirty. That's how God. I, I almost don't want to comment on it. Like, Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, because so basically the first thing I did was I walked around. There's yeah. a there's a door that you came in through which is locked with a combination lock. There's a corridor down the side which leads to a door with a bunch of symbols on that you need to get correct in order to leave. And then there's the door to the other room. Yeah. So immediately I was like, okay, well, something in this other room is going to get me out. And the only reason I put two and two together is because I was walking too close to the sink and I got the prompt button. Mm. And you're like, oh, I turn on the sink. I got to clean the ring. As soon as I turned on the sink, it was like, what item do you want to use? And I was like, I mean, the only thing that's washable in my inventory is the ring. So it was kind of sheer luck, but I also was sort of expecting it from a resi game because from yeah. my experience resi games just Inspecting have really everything. obscure puzzles yeah um but a hundred percent like if i hadn't have walked a hundred percent i agree with you kai like if i hadn't have walked past the sink as close as i did and got the prompt then i would have been like what the fuck am i supposed to do and i would have had to look at the walkthrough yeah um but then I'm... you get you get a code go on yeah yeah that was going to continue was what you were saying no, yeah, I was going to say, you, you get a code, and you enter the code, unlock the door, and then as you start to walk, there's like a shadowy figure at the end, and I was like, no. I'm leaving, yeah. I'm go home. At this and point, turn around. Yeah, which as we were playing through, because I was playing through this section of the game, I was like, there was someone at the end of the hallway, and Jared was on his phone, and well, he was like, I-, I didn't see anything. And I was like, no, they, and they haven't like it happens like four times in this goddamn section mm-hmm. where at the end of the hallway there's like a sh- shadowy figure, and I'm like, did you see it that time? And he's like, what? And I was like, well, I actually got handed the worst section. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there, I was playing this, and I was like, Kai, I can't, I can't play this. It's too terrifying. You have to play. And then he play, he played for me. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you're walking down this hallway, this is another. This whole house is very PT the tight corridors yes. that the, the house is everything as you walk down this hallway a door cracks open slightly and i'm like this is fucking that's the bathroom this is the bathroom to the pt where little baby was in mm-hmm. yeah it's big pt vibes in this section it's so it's very like pt and outlast um, yeah had a gross baby homage yeah well don't get ahead of yourself too much um <laughs> but you so the idea is that the ghost at the end of the corridor is supposed to deter you from going that way and make you go into the storage room. Right. And the storage room is where you can find a music box. Mm-hmm. I fucking had so much trouble with this music box. Kai, you got this like right away. You're like, we got to line up the cracks. And it was like a couple tries and you got it. It took me a long time to realize that's what you have to do. So it's yeah. one of these like, I don't Very know. Subtle. Sp- it, yeah, it is, it's, it's it like is a- very subtle. 
It's like a metallic cylinder with like the pins on it to do the music notes. Right. And each of the cylinders, the cylinders broken into sections. Each section has cracks and you're supposed to line them up and then it will play a tune and open up and give you tweezers. Yeah. Um, but like you said, yeah. it, it is, it looks very natural. Like it looks like this is just an old music box and there's some scratches and scuffs on the, on all the gears that are yeah. in there. Like it doesn't look obvious. No, it took me, a f- I want to say, a good, like, 10, 15 minutes to do this bit. Big brain so, Kai just, like, cracks. I got it done. Yeah. <laughs> I can see I can see cracks in anything. We, we balanced out. <laughs> I guess it's 1-1 one, one so far. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, I did, I did do it incorrectly a couple times, though. Because, like, yeah, the cracks no. line up in multiple ways, which is right. frustrating. Yeah, it says in the walkthrough there are two... Um, I mean, if anybody... Uh, oh, no, there's only... So instead of it being one, two, three, four, five, it's apparently supposed to be two, four, one, five, three. I don't know what the fuck that means. There's a picture. In the so, so they're just saying that one, two, three, four, five. So when you walk when up you start, to it, yeah. so you move you two to work. one, four to two, right. one, one to three, three yeah. five to four, you know. Right. Et okay. Okay. Yeah. Or um, you could just visually do it, which I think is the easier way to, to explain how to do it. 100%. Um, but yeah, you get tweezers, you go back to the well, well, hold on. Let's, let's not Let's not gloss over the fact that there is a music box in a room that just has tweezers in it, and like that's the payoff. Like it's not a key. It's not. Bro, it's, like, it's, it's Rezzy, man. At this point, I'm just <laughs> There's like, literally a medical <laughs> office next to where we were, which would have been the perfect place to put tweezers. But instead, I mean, I get that this is set up. Um, like you could say that about the scissors, though. That's true. That's true. The the biggest thing too is the whole point of these tweezers is that we have to get something out of the mouth of this mannequin. I was like, I, you probably can find something in that room to just reach in there and pull whatever was in there out. Like I, I was gonna say, I just I would just stick my fingers in there, but it's not, not true. That I would you know, not my fingers, my fingers up. In Hell no. <laughs> Especially knowing Resident Evil games, it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> knowing Ethan's hand is just another lost <laughs> finger. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, so you get the tweezers, you head back to the doll. You open the mouth and you extract out a piece of film. Yep. And by film, I mean like old school, like a, like movie a real, real film, yeah. Negative style. Um, I fucking hated this puzzle so I, badly. I I didn't think it. We, we were. It dumb. makes no fucking sense. I mean, so it, it kind of does. No, go it, for it. Okay, right. So <laughs> you, you go back to you go back to the lift that you saw. And there's a study there. And mm-hmm. it's one of the first rooms you see when you come onto this floor before you see the doll with the flask. And as soon as there was a projector that I couldn't interact with, I'm like, okay, there's going to be some sort of projector puzzle or I'm going to get some film or something. Yeah. Um, and you do, and you you have five pieces of film that you're supposed to order in the correct order in order to play the film properly to solve the puzzle. Right. Yeah. Um, so you have just for those listening, right? You have a picture of um, a sort of monkey plush, the mm. front cover of the book that Mia was reading to Rose, mm. a picture of Rose. I can't tell what that is. Oh, that's a wedding the music cake. box. Yeah, it's a music oh, box. Oh, it's the music box. Sorry, um, and then a wedding ring, and you're supposed to put them in the correct order. It doesn't right. give you a hint as to what the correct order is. So I, I thought this was a story. So I was putting like the book cover first and then the monkey. And then I was putting Rose last thinking, oh, Rose has fallen into sleep after us telling a story. 
Um, See, we, we we did the same thing of when we were like, we went up to this and we panicked trying to figure out wh- what's the order. But on the table, there's a piece of paper that says the order needs to go on. Li- yeah, it tells you what order it needs to go in. Oh, fuck off, really? Yeah, if yeah, you see the pe- in the walkthrough where it says, like, Rose is best friend in the whole world, there's a piece of paper on the desk that says all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can see the piece of paper in the picture on the walkthrough. It's, it's, yeah, right, it's there. right there. And it says all that stuff on it. I also, hey, in your defense, I was also dumb and I was like trying to figure this out. And I was also trying to form like some stupid narrative. I was like, okay, they're going to put the baby to sleep. And then they're going to turn on the music box. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's none of that. It's just like Rose's best friend in the whole wide world. She really likes this fairy tale. And you're just like, you'd have to put it in that order. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So that that took me a fucking long time as well. Yeah. It, it took us a long time too. I don't know why we didn't enter. I mean, we've read so many pieces of paper throughout this game. I don't know why we ignored that one. Maybe it was in a spot <laughs> where we couldn't actually, see it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then the screen that the projector's playing on falls down, a bookcase opens and takes you to probably the weirdest crawl space that I have ever fucking experienced. Oh, you don't have a doll shrine in behind your, behind your bookshelf? No, I Ugh. do not have doll. No, unfortunately. See, you walk in. This crawl space is probably about as wide as Ian, as tall as Ian, uh, as, Ian yeah. as Ethan. Um, Ian and Maria. Ian Maria. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are just like porcelain dolls just sort of i say staring at you i know they can't stare at you because they're in them no they're staring at you You feel it you feel it it's one of those fins man my nan used to have porcelain dolls in her house always felt like they were fucking looking at me gross um but one of them's just casually holding a pair of scissors Mm -hmm. just casually at least it's holding it like the right way so it can't like you know change you it's also yeah it's holding the blades which is the safe way but that's also the optimal way in which to throw them at somebody or stab somebody yeah scissor shuriken just that's my, that's my favorite that's my favorite jutsu also the scissors in the hands of the doll look incredibly tiny but the scissors as soon as they're in our hands they're like, like magic scissors, scissors. That match the human they're magic yeah. scissors yeah, and and then we cut away some bloody bandages that are covering the path, and then we get what is very obviously a nod to PT because the phone we rings. walk past the telephone and the phone yep. rings. Yep, they're just um, like we're just gonna do PT, but Resident Evil. Yeah, I can't remember what the phone call says. Can you guys remember? No, not at all. I think it's Mia. Oh, it is Mia. She's like oh, she's like apologizing yes. to Ethan and everything. I'm so she's like, sorry, I had to do Ethan. It. My name is actually Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I never <laughs> told you. Now she's, Ita- now she's Italian? <laughs> well, that's why her name's Maria. Oh, okay. Touché. Anyway, uh, you cut the bandages off of the hideous uh, Maria doll chest. Um, which One reveals... of boobs is a medallion. Yeah, yes. a brass <laughs> medallion. Literally, I'm not even being gross. It's literally where her boob is. Yeah, no, or it, should it, be. Or should yes. be, right. It's um, a brass medallion. Yes, Which we you, need for the door. Yeah, the door at the end of this corridor, you put the medallion in, and then you're supposed to change the other two symbols to the one that was on the end of the arm and the one that's on her eye that you roll over. Um, and now we we enter the part that every good house is missing, which is the, the fucking well <laughs> a, from a the ring. We should, <laughs> we, we, should, we should mention about the basement well is that uh, you see it. 
when you do the uh the, oh, it was on the video uh, isn't it yeah the, oh like, yes the when you do the film reel, when you do the projector it shows someone going it's, through this well yes yeah it's literally what's so the, what's the name of the girl so, samara or something from the ring um it's very no big idea. it's very big the ring vibes it shows you like this well and you go down the stairs it's all dark you can only see like three foot in front of you and then you're like oh yeah cool i'm just gonna climb down to the bottom of this well in the dark where i can't see anything this this couldn't possibly go wrong honestly this was the least of our worries at this point i mean i was scared you get you go down the well and you get this breaker box key and as you go back up and head to, back towards the room you were in uh it's pitch black with a red hue throughout oh, the world also the other thing that fucking scared me about this sorry is that um there's a there's a a cradle in the room oh, with the well that's rocking back and forth yep and then when you go down the well there's nothing in the cradle by the way i looked in the cradle nothing there you go down the well to get the breaker box key the which gone. you need to the cradle was smashed something broke the cradle literally like smashed it in half just talking about this again makes me uncomfortable i remember the feeling i had while watching kai play this and it was not fun yeah yeah um but yeah now so the me that was the other thing the mia doll is now gone and there's a trail of blood that's leading down the hallway and you're like is this is this girl worth it at this point is my daughter <laughs> worth it at this point i've asked myself this every single time i've said and i've said no every time like i literally would just be like Deuces. yeah the duke the duke was like you can't save your daughter and it's like well and i'd be like oh well you're right okay goodbye. Like, oh. <laughs> i mean mia was kind of a kind of a moody moody moose and you know the daughter's gone like seems like a win i i, I feel like you're free at this point <laughs> exactly I, I love this point of the walkthrough where it says uh the mia doll's missing a long blood trail seems to be extending into the hallway better use that save point like yes yeah, you thanks. fucking best believe every time i came back into this room i used that fucking save point <laughs> yeah. oh 100 and, and it's it, just with this house specifically because i know i was like at any point shit's gonna hit the fan and guess what shit hits the fan right now because as you go down this hallway it starts to get darker and you start hearing these baby cries <laughs> thanks for the being the soundboard <laughs> thank you you're and, welcome and you're as welcome. you approach this hallway you hear this big ominous figure kind of moving towards you and as it gets closer into the light you see how can i explain this in the best way possible uh, a giant meat baby with a massive gaping mouth running towards somebody, you yeah somebody took the baby from the sink of pt uh gave it a bunch of steroids and let it hit the gym for six months and, and they now put a watermelon in its mouth <laughs> yeah now it's super swole and is um oh, this thing is chasing us around disgusting oh it was so bad it was meat so baby gross. is a great like a great way to to explain it's a meat, it. it's a meat baby it's a big um, ass meat baby not only is it creepy as fuck not only is it pitch black in here and our flashlight only illuminates three feet in front of us for some reason but the baby chases you around going papa all the fucking time hey if you were, were unsure about kids before you played resident evil 8 you probably don't want them now mate I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my balls went back up. <laughs> they were nope. just like nope, like, nope. nope. Not, not doing this at all it was um, funny you messaged us on discord and i'm pretty sure that's what you were talking about you're like nope 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 yeah. <laughs> i was like just wait and then you messaged you was like well i fucking hated the meat baby it's like yeah 
Yeah. Um, and this is and this is where the game, game gets very outlasting. I don't know. Did you got either of you guys? Well, I mean, I don't know why I'm asking you, Kai. I played with you. Ben, <laughs> did you actually get attacked by the baby? Did you get grabbed by it? I did not. So um, I, I looked up the animation of this. Don't know why, because I'm a sadistic fuck. Can I guess? Uh, can I guess? Yeah, go for it. Because I said to Ellie, because so I I managed to avoid it the whole time. Because yeah. he's very slow, and there yeah. are cabinets you can hide in and stuff. So if you've played PT or Alien Isolation, you you know what you're handling. You know what you're doing. Um, but I said to Ellie, was like, what happens if he catches you? And I was like, I assume that it either picks you up and puts you in its mouth head first or knocks you on the floor and like eats you like some sort of snake or something. Uh, yeah, it picks you up, not head first, but grabs you and then starts to feet first, just start pulling you into its big ass gaping mouth and then it eats you Mm -hmm. and then you die. Feet first as well. That's the worst way to go. Yep. You just see the rest of you being swallowed by a meat baby. Sentence it's I never awful. thought I'd have to say. It was is all is terrible. I mean, they did a great job of making this feel disgusting and 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 stressful because, I mean, yeah. I really like this section. Yeah, no, I mean, the house Benito in general was fantastic. Probably the best section that I think we've played so far. Hundred percent. It's, it's very traditional horror video game, which I yeah, yeah. I like a lot. Yeah. I mean, as we said, it's like Outlast. It's like Alien Isolation. It's like PT, I guess. Um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah. It's no, it's 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 great. It's like this is this is what I wanted, um, sort of from Resi, like from Resi Eight. I liked the castle section. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, this was the kind of stuff that I wanted. That like dark tenseness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also really reminiscent of like sort of like Silent Hill and stuff as well. That kind yeah. of like not knowing what's going on, where shit is, and yeah. that. Um, but you eventually, you basically, you essentially pay Rin of Roses with this fucking baby. Um, I don't know about you guys. I went back into the projector room and went under that bit yeah. where the dolls were and mm-hmm. went back into the mother room. Because what you're supposed to do is basically lose it so you can go back to the breaker box yeah. to open the breaker box, which then gives you part of... Um, it's like the relief. Know, just- it's called relief of a child. Yeah, which is disgusting, uh, by yeah. the way. That's not what you should call anything. You should not talk about talk about relieving children at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now you you take it to a door that I had seen beforehand. Yeah, you walk past it earlier in the you, house. Yeah, and you're supposed to put this like uh, sort of like a figure onto the door. Yeah, and it kind of completes this piece of art, and the door unlocks. I didn't know. I didn't see this. Have you seen that fucking Angie yeah, is sitting Angie's next to the door? Sitting sitting in the corner. The door. Yep. I did not see that when I was playing. It was only when I saw the screenshot. I was like, oh, what the fuck? She's been watching you. This this part's worse, too, because after you open this door and go down this hallway, you enter another room, and it's well lit, and it's quiet, and you're like, oh, peace. Like, it's I'm going to be happy. This is going to be great. And you get to the breaker, and you, you find the fuse, and the lights go off, and you're like, well, yep. back to I hell. Yeah. I, had, I had a moment of silence before I got shoved back into hell. Yeah, Yeah, because you essentially you're taking the fuse out of that breaker box yeah. to put in the one upstairs so you can activate the lift and get out. Yeah. Um, and now you have to hide under the bed while Meat Baby comes into the room. Oh, we didn't hide under the bed. We, we went in the little cabinet thing. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, because you didn't hide. I didn't know you could hide under the bed. Yeah, yeah. I hid under the Basically, I hid under the bed, crawled to the other side, and it came in and went to the side where the closet is. Mm-hmm. So then I just left the bed 
and just fucking sprinted and was gone and I didn't have to interact with a baby again. I will well, say that, uh, you know, after you take the fuse box out, the meat baby won't chase you until you leave, go up the stairs, and then it's at the top of the stairs and you have to run back down into the room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fucking yeah. meat baby. And I was like, I got rid of the meat baby and you run upstairs, you put the fuse in the breaker box um, and the lift takes fucking forever <laughs> to come because of course it does. Yeah, I was like, am I going to have to run around? It's like perfectly timed though. Yeah, like no, it it's, is. It's just the amount of time in which it won't catch you, which is great. It like just builds up the suspense. It's I will say the, the lifts come gone. This section makes the next section significantly less intense. Are you because, talking about the the Angie boss fight? Yeah, well, because yeah. we're, we're about yeah. to that when you go up into the next room, you get to the next section uh, from the elevator. But it's like this is so yeah. intense and it's so horry that like the next section is so well lit. And it's yeah. more just mm-hmm. like a like a fetch quest for finding Angie over and over again, which is uh, it was just weird. It was a weird like tonal shift, especially for being the same section and being the same like theoretical like house. Like it's just they kind of shot themselves in the, in the foot with this this boss fight because you know it, as you progress through the house, things progressively get more and more intense and more and more batshit crazy to the point where just before the boss fight, you're being chased around by this giant hunk of meat that's crying at you in a baby voice. And then you get to the boss fight. And I mean, unless you have a severe, intense fear of porcelain dolls, you're in a well-lit room. And essentially you just have to find Angie and stab her with scissors a couple of times. And then you beat the boss. Hmm. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that because that's, but like the lift chair, yeah, you literally, you call it and, it's like you said it's so perfectly timed like you press the button get in the lift you're pressing the button to go up the baby still manages to get to the gate and you're like oh Oh, he puts his big gross mouth on it too and it's like you don't know where this gate's been stop where are your parents (laughs) but yeah the the angie boss fight is basically you go upstairs and um angie comes flying at you oh adonna's there yes she's behind Um, she's behind angie and she sort of runs away or something from what i remember it's basically hide and seek yep Yep. um and you're running around the house there are porcelain dolls everywhere that are kind of twitching um and you're supposed to just find angie stab her and you do this three times and then she dies um now oh yeah that's another thing you can do it says when in doubt follow the blood trails because after you stab her she starts to leave blood on the walls and stuff where she's flying so Mm. you can actually just follow that I like I did this section and it's very obvious where she goes because there's like the way the house is designed. There's clearly areas where she's going to end up like there's like a side room, uh, which mm-hmm. is the second place she ends up. So I literally just was just like, well, yeah, she's going to go upstairs now and yeah. then we're going to go back so downstairs. Got, you, there's so, like an upstairs bedroom. Yeah. One of the doors you can't get into. So you're like, well, I don't even need to bother checking there. Like, yeah, um, I guess but, if it takes you too long, all the dolls come and kill you which that would, been cool. that would have been cool to see but i, I did the first time yeah, we so, didn't yeah. we didn't get we didn't get caught at all by her so does it, does it say that because i yeah. would like that yeah. to happen if it you says, can't find her in time you get attacked by the dolls yeah she'll summon a horde of them and tear you to pieces but um oh yeah sure yeah it does yeah but you were saying about having like a fear of porcelain dolls and ellie was watching me play this section and i did it fuck it it took me like three minutes i think like if that oh yeah it it went by very quickly and she was just like oh is is that it and i was like yeah because i mean she was there for the meat baby section (laughs) 
So that is the canon name, but which is yeah, what we're getting with. Me baby is going to be the canon. Theoretically, name the its name is Abomination, which I mean is also very apt. But you know, me baby really yeah, describes really, better. Really rolls off the tongue. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think the issue with this uh, the doll section is it's too light. Yeah, if it was if it was more dark, if it was more dim, less well lit. I think it'd be more scary and more you know. But uh, lighting is everything, really. Or yeah. lighting is everything. Or also, if you're going to do hide and seek, there's only like seven dolls in each room. Yeah. And Angie is the only doll that wears a wedding dress. Yeah. yeah it'd be different if like the rooms were packed with dolls and if there were dolls that also looked like Angie. Or have me do like hide and seek with dolls that are running. So or I have to fucking chase them or something. The entire time you're searching for Angie, me baby is chasing you. Oh, that'd be even okay. worse. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> shit. That's not okay. <laughs> Meat Baby in Dark is better than Meat Baby in Daylight. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's probably fair. Because I don't want to look at that thing. That thing's terrifying. Yeah. Um, well, it's just even like yeah. just something, you know, because I mean, and like porcelain dolls are creepy anyway. The idea of like animated porcelain dolls even worse. You know, have Angie do her laugh or something, you know, have like, have the lights go out. And then I have to do hide and seek in the dark by trying to find Angie based on her laugh and where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. But then have other dolls making noises. So I'm like, well, shit, is that a doll or is that Angie? Like, what's going on? I just, I, I was really, yeah, I was really disappointed with the way Angie played out. Yeah, um, it was, it was, it was very underwhelming. No, it was very satisfying to drive a pair of scissors into her face. So. Oh yeah, you, you drive the last time you drive a pair of scissors straight between her eyes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it it appears that like she has weird tentacles coming out of her face. Yes, she has weird tentacles coming out of her face, but also that Ethan was seemingly in some sort of illusion or something. Yeah, because he ends up actually killing Donna. Yeah, he kills Donna and reality kind of phases back into existence and the house looks a little bit different to before yeah the mm-hmm. dolls aren't around there's like a weird altar with the flask on it by the door one yeah as you come up uh the elevator to start the section when you walk into the the main part of the house it's almost like um like you're drunk like everything's a little blurry easy yeah, like haze Blue. inward uh yeah and it and maybe you're like altered in some way by a by a you know aerate drug or something i don't know but yeah but yeah no it's um it was okay it was very underwhelming i felt um, yeah i agree especially after the meat baby thing like we said <laughs> but now i believe we head back into the village right yeah, you get the you get the next part for the wing key, which whenever you get these parts, you have to kind of move them around and then you can plus press X to examine and then it just adds to your additional key and makes your key uh, look a little different too. Which is the yeah. unborn key. Yeah. yeah. Yes, the unborn key. That was I couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um and now I believe we do a bit more exploring. Yeah, kind of um, on our way back to the village. Um, the area that we had uh, traversed to get here now has some of the um, zombie peasants around that we have to kill. There's some houses that we can explore. We get a new tactical shotgun, which is very cool. 
the fucking the tack shotgun is is brilliant. oh it's it's great it's great definitely easily replaced my other shotgun immediately i was like sweet not using that shit anymore <laughs> no 100 percent. i did the same when we got the m19 i was like yeah, yeah. you're going away yeah yeah the only thing to keep in mind with like uh selling or dropping weapons is that the ammo in the weapon has to be used it does it doesn't transfer so yeah just... use all your ammo and then sell your stat yeah well, fuck my life <laughs> didn't didn't know that <laughs> No, I sold my pistol and my shotgun with like full ammos in it, like full magazines. Oof. In it. Mm. That's, fun. that's not that a stinks. that's not a good time. Yeah. Um, no. I didn't do. Did you do this uh, sun and moon ball? Because I didn't do this this puzzle. No. Yeah. No, I did the I did the ball in the next section. I didn't do it yeah, in this same. section. Yeah. So just on uh, near one of these trees, there's a tombstone, and you can find a little chest that has a sun and moon ball. Um, and you can go back to one of the labyrinths and it's that the, oh, it's in the castle, the labyrinth puzzle that's in the castle. Interesting. And what, you get, what do you get out of this one? Uh, you find it. Oh no, it says like the labyrinth puzzle in the castle. It's not in the castle. Ah. Jared is a professional podcast host guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I do this kind of thing. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure you just get one of the the, the skulls. Yeah, you get an onyx that's, skull. That's all they give. They they, they give you the skull. Yeah. Um, all, all of these puzzles just give you skulls that you sell for money. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's inside. It's in the, the you get you get the Lutheran Luthier's key. Yeah, Luthier's key oh, in yes, the village. Yes. Oh, in the village. No, to the village. The village house. When Wait, does what? the when does the Duke uh, like? Tell us where all the treasure is. When does that happen? I think that's after this. Oh, is it after? Fuck. We don't know what we're talking about, guys. We, yeah. we have no idea. It's all a blur. After Meat Baby, we were just, oh, yeah, uh, we were emotionally affected. Yes. And... I, I remember now what you're talking about. You get Luthia's key. Yeah. Um, which is a house in the village that was previously locked. Right. And the puzzle gives you the Onyx Skull, which is worth a ton of money. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yep. Um, but now you make your way back through the weird Dole village, uh, Dole forest, and there are the fucking peasant zombies again. Yep. They come out the ground and try and attack you as you as you leave. Yeah. Now we're just on our way to uh, go to the next lord. We have the key that will give us access to the next section. Go to the reservoir. Yes. No, yeah, that's, that's 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 that is this section. House Benavito Dome too. Okay, guys. So, <laughs> how? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> how do you guys feel about uh, House Benavenito in this section of the game? Kai, why don't you you go first? Sure, I'll I'll kick us off. Um, overall, I thought it was it was very good. I like the village exploration set, like uh, aspects of this game, and like having like yeah. a central area you go back to and kind of collect things, and it's more you know something you're familiar with and you get as you kind of play in the village more and more you get more and more familiar with it um if you're not completely directionally impaired like i am um but i think the house being a Veneto, uh i have mixed feelings of i think the first section is probably my favorite section so far like the uh mannequin that you have to like break down and find the different pieces to and it's it's like the perfect amount of puzzly and like horror where you're trying to hide from uh the meat baby uh is great like that that would have been just like a perfect section if they just would have left it there obviously they needed to incorporate angie in some way 
um and like that's Riding where it falls yeah yeah um no but i like i don't know how else you would have done that but like just having yeah. the section where you just chase angie around the house for seemingly no reason um is just like i don't know it kind of feel flat to me also I, like i get that it's a good section but but it doesn't really connect with like like they're trying to kill you so why would they set up all this like puzzle and different aspects of this section just so that they could kill you because like at least with mother not mother miranda but um the previous section with yeah lady d like it was clear that she wanted to just like kill you like that was it like she was chasing you around and we kept escaping which was convenient but like that was clear and even in the next section that we are going to get into like you're being like chased and the thing wants to kill you this one was more like they just want to play with you like they're bored um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really developed that way. Like it, like there was no dialogue in which the, you know, the doll lady was like, I don't really care about mother Miranda. I just want to have fun with you. Or like, I just want to play, which I think would have been really easy. Cause like, obviously dolls are doll. toys yeah. uh, and you can kind of connect it in that way. Um, but overall good section, good new weapons, which is always fun. I feel like the game does a great job of like keeping you interested with like new weapons every section that you can kind of explore and figure out like what situation am i going to use this in um but yeah so overall positive just just fell a little flat with the uh with the doll section yeah 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 um i mean i have to agree with you to be honest i Mm. i loved the whole meat baby section and everything that went on with that and I, i can't really say anything different it was the exact same you know it just it just fell flat with the angie fight and well, i wouldn't even call it a fight but the angie section yeah um I, I don't know why i would have preferred to be honest i i wanted just something a bit creepier you know mm-hmm. you, you're dealing with such an easily creepy subject in the terms of like porcelain dolls which something like i'm not scared of but they do creep the fuck out of me and <laughs> right i just felt like it could have been utilized so much better mm-hmm. like the fact that the fact that angie was outshadowed by this meat baby demon that was just downstairs like is is something that's kind of upsetting yeah but but at the same point i did i did like the section as a whole um probably more than the castle i, w- I would say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though it was substantially shorter i feel like I feel like I had more. I'd say I had a, a more fun time. Is, is probably not <laughs> the best way. Those feelings as as fun, but <laughs> yeah. But I, I definitely, I feel like it was more what I was looking for with Resi Eight compared to compared to the castle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I second all of the opinions that you guys have given. I think that the House Benvenito is a good kind of progression from the castle. One of the things I I talked about with with Castle Dimitrisk is that I liked how you would explore sections and you would come back to kind of that main area and then you would branch out from there, exploring more and more, finding more information, finding new secret, you know, crawl spaces or secret entrances that give you access to more areas of this. And even though on, you know, a smaller scale, the house was similar to that, you know, the section with the Mia mannequin, 
is kind of that main hub. And we find, we use the mannequin almost directly to give us hints or to give us access to different parts of the house, which I think is really cool. And again, just a natural progression from kind of the style of Castle Dimitrescu. Dim, 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 Castle D. Castle D. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would have wanted from the, I think even if the Angie fight was, you know, poorly lit or maybe had that red hue like it was when we first had the Mia mannequin run away. I think I still would just be like whelmed with the boss fight. Like, yeah, that was that was fine. It would have been harder to find her and maybe we would have been attacked by her demon dolls a bit more. But I think having just the the feeling and that intense fear of for one being chased because in the Angie fight you're finding her you're not being chased by something necessarily um and just kind of the grotesqueness of me baby I don't think there's anything you could have done in that next boss fight to to step up that game I don't know I was just thinking when you said that because obviously Donna Benevito is the one controlling Angie right right what if the Mia doll that went missing was being controlled by Donna and that oh, was like God. the final boss fight. And we ended up killing Donna instead of chasing Angie. Like yeah. we had to and attack I, a doll of our dead wife or something. Yeah. And I guess that could work too, because in all of, in some of these sections, like has been Benito or in, you know, the reservoir going in later, there is kind of puzzly sections. And then like the last boss fight is a little more actiony. So it could have been, you know, you're fighting the Mia mannequin and you have to, you know, shoot her or, you know, find this certain slot on her back, like a, like a, like an opening or like a, like a spot where you have to shoot to, you know, dis disassemble her or, or something like that. I don't know, but that would have been mm. interesting to have the whole house kind of that puzzly section. And then the last half of it being more actiony. Yeah. But, or even like a, a way in which you kind of snap the strings that she's using to control the the mannequin. It's just it's weird to me that they had this Mia mannequin that just wasn't utilized other than being a puzzle. Like she disappears and you're like, oh shit, she's gonna come back, and then she's just never seen. Yeah, it's true. I, guess I didn't really consider that. If there is a whole thing of her walking away and there's the blood trail, she's the meat baby. Oh, God. She's, she's the meat baby. She transformed into the meat baby. That's okay. I feel like we should stop. That's mm. <laughs> that's disturbing. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. Uh, if you want to follow more of our shenanigans, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and GoodPods at PlayAlongPod. Uh, as always, we post everything that we do, games we're playing next, sections of it. We have the whole uh, playthrough of Resident Evil 8. When episodes will go up, that's pinned on our Twitter, so go check that out. Uh, in the next episode, we will explore a little more of the village, and we'll be taking on the Reservoir and the fucking, what's his name? Hunchback of Notre Dame boss. I just call, I called him Morgo, but I don't think that's actually Margo. his name. Morgo? We'll figure it out. Um, we'll figure it out in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but guys, guys have any parting thoughts? Don't um, think about Meat Babies. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to see Meat Baby ever again meat baby's gonna be the final boss of this game <laughs> oh yeah can you imagine heisenberg's gonna turn into the meat baby oh fucking hell kai any parting thoughts not really see you next time okay guys well yeah. we will see you next time in episode five of resident evil village four four episode four there you go i can count see you guys kai next literally time. made a joke in the beginning about resi 2 whatever fucking get out of here we'll see you guys next time i don't want i'm not gonna be here next time goodbye goodbye bye bye, bye. <laughs>